so we're we're back in the hive and it's mental health awareness week this week so we've got a bit of a, a focus on that and um, we've a special guest on the hive today sarah brewster who is founder of fresh seed and uh, fresh seed specialize in hr for the creative and media industries which includes gaming uh, as, as well doesn't it um and you've got a particular interest in today's topic so um i know that in the hive in the past we've talked about health and well-being we've talked about burnout um in general terms so um i think we really want to talk specifically today about the theme of mental health awareness week kindness and and how that kind of manifests itself across hr OD and uh, and internal comms. So um, interesting, I think, because this theme of kindness must have been set up for this week's Mental Health Awareness Week months and months ago. And yet it's really come to the fore, I think. It's particularly come to the fore in some of the conversations we've had on The Hive about the need to be kind to yourself and to be kind to others during the current crisis. So it's really, you know, it really is a very timely theme and, uh, and, and the Mental Health Awareness Week coming as it does slap bang in the middle of lockdown, um, you know, is, is is very appropriate. So, Lorna, what what's your take on things? Oh, I've got I've got two two books that I thought I would share today. Um, so, I think uh, in response to what you were just saying, I, I do think it's it's a great moment for kindness. We've got a real moment to recognise the value of it. Mm -hmm. um, my personal belief is it's just always been a universal truth that humans are built and, um, and thrive better in a kind environment. Yeah. So the first book rec I've got, if you can see that, is um, by a guy called Paul Gilbert. It's called The Compassionate Mind. It is quite thick. You can see I've um, folded over loads of pages because I used it. I use it a lot in my coaching and I used it in my coaching training. And it's the science behind self-compassion and compassion generally lots of his principles have been used in things like the compassion in politics movement i would love to see a compassion in workplaces movement as well wouldn't that be amazing compassion is a really important word isn't it and he describes compassion by the way as um it, it, kindness plus courage because sometimes and particularly in business when you're talking about a challenge the typical business model being kind does require a little bit of courage to think differently so i really like that mm -hmm. um and this is the five side effects of kindness i picked this up in the airport it's one of those kind of buy one get one free books but it's a really easy read it's not quite as thick as paul gilbert's and this um basically says you know it's the evidence for kindness makes us happier um it improves relationships well that's engagement in a corporate setting um it's good for the heart it's those aging that's well-being and we talk so much about that at the moment and it's contagious mm. so if you can build a, a culture of kindness in your organization then it will you know it will create that that it will start self-support it's contagious yes. so i love that i thought they were really good yeah excellent excellent and and it's not all about just being nice and pink and fluffy and and, and kind to people and, and bringing in cakes on Monday, is it? Um, it's, it's a much tougher environment than that, isn't it, Sarah? Absolutely. And I think what's really important to remember that kindness, particularly in the business sense, is not, is not about just checking out how someone is, but it's about thinking about how that manifests throughout everything that you do, all your operations. So taking a step back and asking yourself, is kindness happening within your policies, within the conversations that you're having? Are you having powerful, positive conversations that make a difference to someone? Or are you dismissing them 
because you haven't got time for it. And unfortunately, in dismissing someone because you haven't got time, it can make it, the impact on that is, is, a, is a negative chain. Mm -hmm. and, and actually, in these times, it's more important that you listen and it, mm -hmm. that you reach out um, and that you take those times because that's that engagement piece. That's mm -hmm. making sure that if you're connecting to people, then you're still having those conversations so people still feel that they're valued um, and understanding where it fits. And I think it fits in everything. I think it fits it, it, from a transactional point of view. It fits in those conversations and it fits in your policies and it fits in your operations. Mm -hmm. But from a human point of view, if you, somebody tell, says to you, how is it today? You're going to feel so much more valued. Mm, mm. Right. Do you That's think, um, do you think that, that, that what we're going through at the moment with the whole sort of COVID thing um, is, is, is going to have staying power? You know, do, do we, are we just going to be thinking Mental Health Awareness Week, kindness, COVID, once this is all done and dusted, we can pop that back in the drawer and forget about it. What's your, what's your view on that, Lorna? Um, I think there's two sides to this. So um, the, the neuroscience would tell you that when you are fearful or angry or in stress response, it's really hard to feel kindness and compassion towards other people. It will also tell you, by the way, that it's really hard to be creative and innovative um, and have engagement. So mm. there's, a, there's a, a real business reason why you don't want people to be sitting in stress response. But we are a lot at the moment. Mm. And we were just talking before we came on air about the amount of angry social media posting yes. that there is at the moment and how natural that is, but unhelpful both for the individual and, and the wider world. So I think um, that if you can... Uh, move people into that um that place of, of feeling self-compassion and compassion towards others you're just naturally going to put them in a space where they're more productive more um able to contribute more motivated more engaged in mm -hmm. corporate speak mm -hmm. was that answering your question yeah i think so <laughs> and, and, and sarah if we were to sort of say one one thing we would want people to take away from this and retain in the workplace in the future i mean particularly in the sectors in which you specialize what what would it be i think in our sector there is a lot of touch points with people there is a lot of conversation there is a lot of caring and consideration but there's also that movement to get the job done and to and to and perhaps levels of aggression and or levels of 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 power that it plays out in mm -hmm. and i think what's important to reflect on is is the opposite of power is compassion really in that sense and actually being compassionate is still powerful it's powerful in a different way so if we're aggression aggressive powerful our, our message is it just puts everyone up against the wall. Whereas if our message is compassion, still as powerful, the message is still as strong, but actually it's bringing people along with you. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the big message that I would like to see, particularly within the creative sector, is that the um, media sector is that, is that we move away from this, this aggressive and this angry behavior, and we move towards a much more um, tolerant and kinder, uh, sector that listens um, and um, listens earnestly mm -hmm. yes. is my message for that yeah I mean I've, I've worked in the have spent the last sort of 30 years of my professional life working in sort of media and creative industries and it's it's fairly testosterone fueled which at times can become pretty pretty angry aggressive 
place, uh, quite physical, quite, you know, sort of things thrown across boardroom tables and that kind of thing. Um, but I guess generally, you know, those are good lessons for the general corporate world as well, aren't they, Lorna? Not throwing Absolutely. things across boardroom I mean, tables. I was just reflecting, I've, I mean, I've worked in a, in a few creative, um, I started my career in media and I've been a head of HR for a marketing agency so I, I recognize what you're saying and I've also worked in lots of other very testosterone fueled in environments um, and I think lots of organizations are cortisol factories in that respect um, it kind of breed, breeds it, it, itself um, I really love that kind of call to arms and I was thinking it's time for another Jacinda Ardern name check isn't it when you talk about that compassionate leadership versus the chest beating leadership um, and it's so powerful and so effective mm. so much more effective particularly at the moment particularly in a time of crisis as you were saying joe when we might be feeling fearful or anxious and the kind of leadership that galvanizes us and reassures us and brings out the best in us is that leadership that sarah was just talking about lovely so thank you very much sarah for joining us in the hive today it's been great having you lorna as always great contributions thanks very much for listening i hope you got some good stuff from that and the takeaways will be at the end as usual bye bye now <laughs>